but the phone remained silent. He did not know how to reach her. His brother was not listed in the Staten Island directory. She was calling either from a store or from a neighbor's house. For a long time, Leventhal had had very little to do with his brother and his brother's family. Only a few weeks ago, he had received a card from him postmarked Galveston. He was working in a shipyard. At the time, Leventhal had said to his wife, First Norfolk, now Texas, anything is better than home. It was the old story. Max had married young, and now he was after novelty, adventure. There were plenty of shipyards and jobs in Brooklyn and Jersey. Meanwhile, Elena was burdened with the care of the children. Leventhal had told her the truth. He was busy. A pile of unchecked proofs lay before him. He moved away the phone after waiting a few minutes, and, making an impatient noise in his throat, picked up a piece of copy. No doubt the child was sick, probably seriously sick, or she wouldn't have carried on so. And since his brother was away, it was somewhat in the nature of a duty to go. He would go this evening. It couldn't be so urgent. It was just beyond Elena's power to speak calmly about anything— he told himself this several times. Nevertheless, her cries continued to sound in his ears together with the windy thrum of the long-stemmed electric fans and the tick of typewriters. What if it were really critical? And suddenly, impulsively, meanwhile condemning himself for it, he got up, pulled his jacket from the back of the chair, went to the girl at the switchboard and said, I'm going in to see Beard. Buzz him for me, will you? With his hands in his hind pockets, pressing against his chief's desk, bending toward him slightly, Leventhal announced quietly that he had to go out. Mr. Beard's face, a face enlarged by baldness, with a fierce bony nose and a veined forehead, took on an incredulous, sharp look. With an issue to get ready, he said. It's a family emergency, said Leventhal. Can it wait a few hours? I wouldn't go if I thought it could. Mr. Beard made a short, unpleasant answer to this. He slapped his metal ruler on the pages of the type book. Use your own judgment, he said. There was nothing further to be said, but Leventhal lingered beside the desk hoping for something more. Mr. Beard covered his blemished forehead with a trembling hand and studied an article silently. Goddamned fish, said Leventhal to himself. A thunder shower began when he approached the outside door. He watched it for a while. The air was suddenly as blue as siphon glass. The blind sidewall of the warehouse on the corner was streaked black, and the washed paving stones and tar seams shone in the curved street. Leventhal returned to the office to get his raincoat and as he was going down the hall, he heard Mr. Beard saying in that nagging, prosecuting voice of his, walks out right in the middle of everything, right in a pinch, with everybody else swamped. Another voice, which he identified as that of Mr. Fay, the business manager, answered, it's funny that he should just pick up and go. There must be something up. Takes unfair advantage, Mr. Beard continued, like the rest of his brethren, I've never known one who wouldn't. Always please themselves first. Why didn't he offer to come back later at least?
Mr. Fay said nothing. Expressionless, Leventhal put on his raincoat. His arm caught in the sleeve and he pushed it through violently. He walked out of the office with his rather hulking stride, halting in the anteroom to draw a drink from the glass cooler. While waiting for the elevator, he discovered that he was still holding the paper cup. Crumpling it, he threw it with an energetic swing between the bars into the shaft. The trip to the ferry was short, and Leventhal did not take off his rubber coat in the subway. The air was muggy. His face grew damp. The blades of the fan turned so slowly in the gloomy yellow light that he could count the revolutions. The shower was over by the time he reached the street, and when the boat rode out of the slip over the slight swell, the sun came out again. Leventhal stood in the open.